0: Lord Talks Radio.
1: You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we'll live tonight and worship. As you bless your holy name, you deserve, you deserve. Talk Radio.
2: mighty Lord mighty Jesus mighty Yeshua mighty mighty Jehoshua. thank you Lord hallelujah we thank God for the opportunity amen hallelujah to share his word his revelation tonight thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Yeshua that I believe will give us joy and the Lord to know what God has in plan for us, my brother and my sister, in heavenly places. Amen. Where we are to be soon with the Lord. Hallelujah. Because it's coming. It's closer, closer every day. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And he wants his bride to be ready, to be expecting him, waiting for him, knowing that at any moment, any day, the Bride of Christ will disappear. Shalom, shalom, my brother and my sister. Welcome to the Lord. I hope everyone, hallelujah, is doing good with the Lord. And I know that if you are with the Lord, you are doing good, because the Lord is good, and his mercy endure forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Shalom, Brother uh, David, Sister Regina. Shalom, Ali, Ali. Amen. Shalom to each and one of you, and your cell phone and your computer. Amen. And through Skype, praise you Lord. We thank the Lord for His love and His mercy, my brother, my sisters. Um, right when you think that He has shown you enough, thank you, sister. He goes and show you more. This is why we need to be in expectancy and always believing for more, because God has ever more. For you and I eternity goes on forever his mercy endures forever his throne has been on forever and will continue on forever my brother and my sister our God is great and powerful amen thank you sister amen if you would like to call in before I begin the revelation hallelujah tonight I would like to since you're talking about singing and I'm in Psalm one fifty, which is where I'm going to begin tonight, just because it was shown to me in heaven. Um uh the instrument for the wedding celebration. This is why the title tonight is wedding celebration, because it was shown to me in the instrument in heaven for the wedding tre- celebration, which I'm gonna go on amen and share tonight. Let me go ahead and read Psalm one fifty. My brother and sister said, Praise ye the Lord, praise God in the sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power, praise him in his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with psalms of trumpet, praise him with the sanctuary and harp, praise him with timbrel and dance, praise him with stranger stringed, instrument and, and organs. My brother and sister, praise him upon the loud symbols, praise him upon high-sounding symbols. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Thank you, Brother David, who is in heaven with God. What a mighty word, what a mighty revelation to us, for us. Mighty word of God. Amen. The God that God, hallelujah, encourage us. Tell us, my brother and sister, what is the benefit for our soul? And one of the great benefits for us is to praise the Lord. Because God said that we were created for his praise, my brother and my sister. So it is is good, it is great benefit for us to praise God, my brother and my sister. Shalom, the Lord's servant. Amen. So remember that it is not just only prayer. Remember to praise him always, every day. As much as you can. Amen. One thing the Bible says, do pray without ceasing. It doesn't say praise without ceasing. But praising is very important. That David, King David, praised God with all his might in front of the people. My brothers and sisters, they thought it was like, wow. Why is he praising the way he praised God? Because David loved the Lord. David was in a personal relationship with Jesus, with God. And praising him, hallelujah, was thanking him for everything God has done in his life. My brother and my sister, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Rivera, if you're able to come on and sing, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. Praise you, Jehoshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Praise you, mighty Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. Praise you, Jehoshua. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. What a great God. Okay, okay, sister. Uh, Your microphone is open. Go ahead. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
3: Okay. Can you hear me? Praise you, Jesus. Hello?
2: Praise you, Yeshua. Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Okay,
3: I'm going to start. I'm Go ahead. Thank you, Lois. Okay. Okay. Always okay. oh, when there seems to be no way. He's on ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my side. He's closer to his side. Love and strength for each new day. He will make a way. He will make a way. God, will makes a way. Where there seems to be no way Words and ways We cannot see take the way for me He will be my side Take so deep to his side With strength for each other He will make the way he will make a way. the way, in the wilderness will leave me. But in the desert will I see, and the night will fade, but will still leave me he will feel something new today. God will make a way and I think to will be no way. Nothing will we cannot see. She will be the way for me. She will be my guide. Hold me for safety to his side, with love and strength, for each new day, he will make a way, he will make a way. You may be here tonight,
2: you
0: think God has forgotten you. I want to remind you that the Bible says God subscribed us each to follow He's the God of the past, he knows where you've been. He's the God of the present, he knows where you are tonight. And he is the God of the future, he holds your future in his hands. You can trust him tonight. With everything, make a victory
3: tonight. God will make a way. Oh, God will make a way. We'll where there seems to be, be no way. Way. Oh way. We'll way. way. He's, He's once way. 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 He cannot see. He will take away from me. He will be my guide. I will hold to his side. Just a fresh for each new day. He will make the way. He will make the way. With love and strength for each new day, he will make a way, he will make Thank you. I worship by my fire. I'll make you sure to where you are. I just wanna be where you are. In your dwelling place forever. To a place where you are. I just want to be there. I wanna be where you are, dwelling in your presence, sitting at your table, and surrounded by your glory, in your presence. That's where I always want to be.
2: Thank
3: you. I just want to be. I just want to be with you, be where you are, drawing daily in your presence, want to worship from afar, draw me near to where you are. Oh, Thank my you God, Lord. you are my Thank strength you. and my song. And when I'm in your presence, so I'm with you you're always strong. I just want right. to be where you are, in your dwelling place forever. Take
2: Thank you Lord. to the place
3: where you are I My just God. want to be with you I just want to be Thank with you I just want to be I just want to be with you
0: Thank you. We want to be where you are. You.
3: Dwelling in your presence. We can imagine and you your glory. Thank you. We, you. you. we want to be where you are. Dwelling you. in your presence. Be you. at your table, and surrounded by your glory, Thank you. in your presence, Hello. that's where you always want to be, I just want to be, I just want to be with you. I just want to be, I just want to be with you, I just want want to be with you.
0: Thank you
3: Lord. God, we want to be there. Surrounded
2: by your glory. Holy daily. Okay, you, brother. Lord. Okay, sister. Thank you. Okay.
3: okay, thank you.
2: Okay. Praise you Lord. Praise you, mighty Jesus. Praise you, mighty Yeshua. So again, shalom, shalom, my brother and my sister. Thanks, Sister Regina. Amen for being so brave and come on and worship the Lord for all of us together. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You have to be brave for Jesus. That's what it that is. You have to say, hey, if the Lord wants you to do something, you do it. Amen. Praise you, Lord, because you're doing it for the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He is so good. Thank you, sister. Amen. Praise you, Yeshua. Thank you, God. I was taken to heaven this week. and this trip, was surprising to me, because the Lord, two three days prior to that taking me to heaven, has shown me the wedding, and then He takes me to show me more. And I was like, and praying with Him about two in the morning. Um, there was one forty, one fifty when i was asking the lord are you taking me to heaven and it was a yes with joy and i was surprised that he wanted to show me more about the wedding you know praise you jesus praise you yeshua amen and he did and, and i'm glad because in this time i saw so many brothers and sisters going home in the rapture, which i was shocked shocked okay i'm going to go into the revelation But I first want to go into the Word because the Word of God has to be first. My brother, my sister, you know, uh, I'm thinking all this work we're doing for God is not in vain. Especially the Lord showing me that thousands of people listening to the Lord's hour are coming to heaven in the rush of departure. And He's showing that to me. It's not the first time He's done this. And I know He does it to encourage me. It gives me such a joy that I'm not here wasting my time, wasting your time, my brothers and sisters, uh, that this is not a, just an entertainment. It's a program, but it's not just an entertainment that, you know, people could be doing something else with our lives. But they're here to learn about Jesus and to come closest to him and to have a relationship with him. My brother and sister, these revelations have encouraged me so much. My brother and sister. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And he, he is so good. He knows my heart. Amen. My heart is for him. And let his will be done, my brother and sister. Amen. I'm always careful that I don't mislead anyone, misguide anyone. That I don't come here with story of false teaching. No, none of that. It's not my intention. It's not in my heart. I pray that out of my mouth, out of my tongue, he take control. In in the name of Jesus, his word will come out, not mine, his revelation. As he said to me, my brother and sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. A few years ago, before COVID-19, Jesus took me to the wedding. I shared this here in the Lord's hour. We were walking together in heaven, my brother and sister, as, as we came out of the wedding. And Jesus was talking to me about coming back and sharing his word and his revelation. We were walking together as two, as two great friends. As my Lord he is, and I'm just a servant. My brother and sister, I was shaking with him that I'm doing his will. And he said, I'm sending you back, my son, and I want you to bring my word, continue to bring my word to them. In my revelation, I say, bow my head, yes, Lord. That's all I want to be, a servant to the Lord, my brother and sister. I've been told in heaven that a servant is a great thing. Revelation 21 says that his servant will serve him. So we're here to serve the Lord, my brother and sister. And for this, we are so grateful that he had chosen me, had chosen you to serve the Lord, my brother and sister. And there's great reward in that. You're going to see that in heaven. Very, very, very soon. Amen. I'm going to do my best to share everything I saw, what I experienced. When the Lord bring me home this time, they were already waiting for me. Angels and redeemed. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. But thank you, Jesus. I know some of you want to hear. Amen. But I have to go into the word. Matthew 22, great banquet. My brother and sister, once again, Jesus used a story to teach the people, and this is Contemporary English Bible. The kingdom of heaven is like what happened when a king gave a wedding banquet for his son. The king sent some of his servants to tell, uh, tell the invite, guests, to come to the banquet, and the guests refused. My Lord, my God. The God knows the heart of people. Even in the last moment, even in the last days, he knows who's going to say, yes, I'll come. And no, are not willing. He knows who's going to say yes. He knows who's going to say no, my brother and sister. And I don't know for w- why, because I'm still trying to understand the why. Why that God tells us that in the last days, those that were first will be last. And those that are last, the ones that really go home, becomes first. My brother and sister, isn't that incredible? So the first people called to the rapture, the patch of the bride of Christ, for some reason unknown to us, refuses to come now. They don't believe in the rapture anymore. They don't. My brother and sister, The 700 founder back in the 60s when God called him, he said he, he, he believed in the rapture and preached and preached and preached about the rapture. A few years ago, he said he stopped believing in the rapture. He was first, my brother and sister. He was first. How did he become last now? And last are the people that are going home, my brother and sister, in the great tribulation. How is it that the people that were called first to come home in the rapture departure of the bride of Christ, now end up staying in a seven-year great tribulation when they knew by the word of God how horrible it will be to stay behind. Bible and sister. how is it? How is it that they changed their mind? That first they say yes to the Lord when he called them. And now the last, right when Jesus is about to come now, any day, any moment, they are refusing to believe in the wrath of the pastures. I hope none of you listening to this message are one of them. that I used to believe in the wrath, but now... But I'll get back to, the, to your revelation about heaven. I'll, I'll join when you're talking about heaven. Oh, my Lord. My brother insisted, no. Be ready all time, Jesus said. Pray and watch that you may be found worthy to escape, he said. My brother and sister, God help us. So, but the guest refused. He sent the other servant, hallelujah, to say to the guest, the banquet is ready. My cattle, price out, have all been prepared. Everything is ready. Come to the banquet. Excuse me. Here's the attitude of ungratitude from them to their God. But the guests did not pay attention. They did not pay attention. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, I've heard about the rapture for so many years. It has not happened, yet. Oh please. Go go tell someone that that story. They stopped believing. We're so close now. But these people stop believing. These guests, these invited ones, these servants that were called for the rapture. God started early with them, forty, fifty. My than 60, 70, 80 years ago, and now these are the people denying the rapture, the passion, of the bride of Christ, my Lord have mercy, because I don't want to fall into one like one of them. I don't want to believe like one of them. I struggled for years until the Lord assured me, the Lord Jesus himself standing in front of me, my rapture is biblical, he says. And opened up the Bible to me, and when verse by verse showing me His rapture departure. It's in My Word, He said, "Hallelujah!" So, how something that is in His Word can it be denied? With so many verses in the Bible, where I will be, John fourteen, you will also be. I go prepare a mansion for you, He said. That where I will be, you'll be also. Rapture departure. Midnight hour, Matthew 25, my brother insisted. So many verses about the rapture, my brother insisted. And these people in the last day that were first or last are staying in the great tribulation. God have mercy. But the, one, the, the, the guests did not pay attention. Hallelujah. Some of them left for the farm. Some went to the place of business other grab the servant then beat them and kill them who are these people that get to kill the believers that were first but their last you got a group of people that work for the government and, and various agency of the government now around the world that were believer many years ago that believe in the rapture that the Lord called. now they're backsliding they don't believe in the ration anymore. They got vaccinated with COVID-19 by scene. And some already have the RFID. And the Lord showed me a persecution coming for the church very soon. He took me out in the spirit this week. I found myself going to Houston, Texas. I never been to Texas. Well, physically, I've been there in the spirit. And... I was driving a car there with my wife and my children in the back. And we were listening to the news, the radio. And they said on the radio that now the government has started a persecution arresting the Christians. I immediately knew that my name would be on that list. My brother insisted. I turned around and went to the Main Street in Houston. And I said to my wife, we're heading to North Carolina. But I said to her, I want you to drive the car back to North Carolina. I'm going into hiding. I'll meet you there. My wife refuses and said no to me. My brother and sisters. So a state police turned on, turned on his light behind us. They were able to recognize me. So I went to the side of the road and stopped. As the state police came over, I said to the state police officer, Officer, how did you recognize me? Oh, I know who you are, Elvis Zapata. And now I saw he had a locked up in his hand as he was talking to me. He had arrested me. I was in back of his trooper and I said, Officer, you don't mind me asking how do you knew about me? Oh, he says we have one of our guys, a mind you guys, who we're keeping track of you guys, huh? And I said, "Will you mind telling me the name of this person, if you don't mind?" At this moment, the officer gave me a mocking and laugh, and he says, "Bendenum." Sorry. The one that is was part of them, that was one of them hitting among us. He says, ben Denum. Bendem num. Bendem num. I said, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. God help us. But what I heard was on radio, my brothers and sisters, that they were going after Christian minister first to arrest them and put them in jail, lock them up. My brothers and sisters. The government has just approved us. Shalom, Sister Tanis. Glad to see you here, Sister. Just so incredible, my brother and sister, that these things are happening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God knows everything and everyone. And he wants to reveal to us those among us that are not his, that sometimes we listen to their teaching not knowing that they're like a two-edged sword against us. My brother and sister, be careful. Be careful. You see, certain people did not feel good about him. They knew. In their spirit, they knew there was something wrong about this guy. God have mercy. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew 22, 7, he invited the guests to the wedding, but they refused twice to come. And they killed the the servant. Then this made the king so furious. He sent an army to kill those murderers and burn down the city. All this happened during the great tribulation. The church is not around to see the city being burned. But they will be burned. They will burn. My father insisted. They will burn. Then he said to the servant, it is time. See, God, according to Solomon in Ecclesiastes 3, has a time and a season when he does things under the sun. Hallelujah. And this is why the rapture did not happen 60 years ago or 70 years ago, because it was meant for the last days. There was sign God gave back in the 80s, beginning 90s, that there will be a pandemic, God said through his prophet. And that there will be an evil by sin that will come after. My brother and sister, God spoke this through his prophet in 88, 91. Thou sayest the Lord, they say. There will be a pandemic. There will be an evil by sin after the pandemic. of the evil one. Hallelujah. So God gave us, hallelujah, signs for us to write down and say, okay, if for 67 a year the, the pandemic did not come a lot of people thought maybe polio back in the 80s or earlier they were they were other COVID, my brother insisted before the 19 came there was a 15 there were more earlier than that but no one was sure which one it was my brother insisted but it will have to be the one who will bring the evil by scene. That would have to have the R F I, the the nanotechnology in it, the the modifying of the DNA. My brother insisted. It has to be. It has to be in a specific one that came out in 2020, at the end of 2020. My brother insisted. See, the the virus began in 2019, COVID 19. Right through the end of 2020, that's when the vaccine came. scene that supposedly well, they came out with it in 18 months, when it's been around before that over 20 years or 30 years. So that's what they told the people, and that's what the people believe it, it happens. My brother and sister, God have mercy, God have mercy. They said to the servant, "It is time for the very wedding banquet." And he invite the invited guests, the invited guests, I'm sorry, don't deserve to come. See, God determined who deserves and when. And the right time, if people refuse, it, that's it. Go out to the street corner. Tell everyone, you mean to come to the banquet. They went on the street and brought in everyone that they could find, good and bad alike. The banquet room was filled with guests. Thank you, Lord. And when the king went in to meet the guests, he found one that wasn't wearing the kind of clothing for the wedding. Because the wedding clothing is our personal relationship with Jesus. It's daily repenting, weekly fasting. My brother insisted. It requires us to have a daily repenting, a daily relationship with Jesus and the Word. Hallelujah. Being holy, being separated from sin and evil. When you don't do or watch the movie you used to watch before. No more scary movie. No more violent movie. Now you're for the Lord. You're separated for Him. It requires separation, which means holiness. And that's exactly what holiness is, separation unto the Lord. My brother and sister, everything that was consecrated in the temple of God, when the priest would take that instrument, whatever it was for the temple, God asked the priest that it will be consecrated. It was first anointed, type of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and then it was put in a specific place in the temple, only to be used by the holy separated priest in the temple, my brother and sister. And that's what kept everything in the temple separated unto the Lord, holy, pure, without any contamination of sin or evil. And this is why when the high priest went in to do the sacrifice in the Holy of Holy, if he was not pure, if he was not consecrated, he will instantly die as he entered the Holy of Holy. He will be killed by Father. Father God is holy, holy, holy. My brother and sister, isn't that incredible? He is so holy that nothing sinful can come into his presence. Bible insisted. And that we need to know and understand. Thank you, Lord. This time when I was taken into heaven, immediately as my eye was open, I was standing in heaven. I kept saying, I am, we're finally here. We're finally here. We're finally here, I kept saying. (laughs) I looked around. The air was pure. Everything was pure. I knew immediately I was in heaven. And I kept saying, we're finally here. We're finally here. I was so joyful in this experience to be in there. My brother and sister. When I look back, when I look behind me, I saw a great multitude of brothers and sisters. My brother and sister. And I began to recognize some of them, or most of them, from the Lord's hour. I recognize Pastor James that was there with a multitude of brothers and sisters. And brothers and sisters there, I'm like, look at her, so-and-so. A sister from the Lord's Tower, they approached me and said, Brother Elvy, you said on the Lord Tower this, this place was glorious, and it truly is, just as you said on your program, Brother Elvie. I said, I'm glad, sisters. This place is amazing. She said, wow, Brother Elvie. Thank you, Lord. In front of us was standing a group of, a group of redeeming angels. And they, they began to speak to me and said, Elvie, the Lord, want you to get the guests acquainted. As I said, looked in front of me, was the Lord's hour park. I was amazed. I said, this is the Lord's hour park that I've seen before. My brother and sister and the Lord's our park was full of instrument. the park I know it's a big park, but it was full of instrument and now the redeeming the angels are telling me, Elvie, the Lord wants you to get the the people acquainted that came in with you that they they have they have followed they have come in listening to your program they they have been made to come in made ready, huh. Through your message, the redeemed said. I'm like, because I was thinking through my message, the Lord message, not my, But okay, they have come in, they have gotten ready through your message. Okay, all right. So I said to the brothers and sisters, follow me. First he said, they, you, since you've been here in different time, Elvie, you already know this area very well. They, you can get the guests acquainted. And I said, okay. I thought it was okay. I'm still working in heaven. Follow me. And I began to walk around the park. And I began to see the park was full of instruments. My brother insisted. All instruments, as Psalm 50, 150 says, to praise the Lord with symbol. They have piano. I know there's a piano made like of the best word possible. That are so expensive down here. They they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're only for the wealthy and rich down here. In heaven, these amazing piano are in heaven. Hallelujah. Ready to play for the celebration of the wedding of Jesus. My brother insisted as my brothers and sisters are following me, as we're walking around, we're looking for a place around the Low Tower Park where we can go in and, and become part of the celebration. But there were so many instruments ready for the celebration. I'd never seen so many instruments. And not just so many instruments, my brothers and sisters, so many kinds of instruments I was looking at, my brothers and sisters, and I'm telling the brothers and sisters to go around with me around the Lord's Tower Park in heaven. And we're looking for an entrance so we can go in. Hallelujah. And be part of the celebration. Hallelujah. We walk around the road, the street. Beautiful street. Beautiful park was perfect. The grass was perfect. Trees were perfect green. Perfect green grass. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters. Amazing place prepare for the wedding ready not a single piece of trash in there salam brother miguel thank you lord and brothers and sisters are following me there thank you lord and as we go around the more instrument as we go around the more instrument we see amazing instrument i believe a lot of those instruments could have been from the 1800 earlier my brother insisted, because now everything is electronic down here. My brother insisted. And, and the music is not even so beautiful as it used to be. And in heaven, all that is preserved beautifully. My brother insisted. And, and you can imagine when they play this instrument, how beautiful it's going to be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, guys, for the wedding of Jesus. It's for the banquet of the Son of God. It's for the celebration of the Lord my brother and sisters but every one of my brothers and sisters look young and they're 20. sister sent to me a picture on, on facebook earlier from her 20 and she said "Do you see us brother elvie i ensured i saw everyone and in heaven i will i will be able to remember everyone by name but as i come down back to this body my brother and sisters We are so limited down here to remembering all that information. Thank you, Lord, for his mercy. But don't be worried. Don't be concerned. Because very soon, the bride of Christ, those that are last, those that have been waiting for the sounds of the shofar, the sounds of the trumpet, are going to be first. When the trumpet sounds, we're going to meet the Lord in the air. My brother insisted we can already see all the signs of everything that is happening today. Hallelujah! Two days ago, the CBDC Federal Government Fed Now app was released by Biden. Biden asked the federal the federal banks to re, to release that Fed Now app online, where companies and people can go and begin the CBDC. It began three days ago. I'm sorry. Three days ago, my brother insisted, immediately 150 companies joined. And hundreds of thousands of the customers immediately joined. They're making every single transfer and everything free. Right now, banks are feet over people. And making the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Dollar, Antichrist Digital Dollar available for free for people to transfer money. It makes it really attractive to people. Everything is moving quickly. We were talking about this a week ago, how they were bringing this into place. My brother insisted. And now it's already starting to go into action. 150 nations, I believe it was 115, already started this. Three nations started fully, and by July of this year, it was, we're like three, four months away from July still. My brother insisted, they, they could not wait for July. They wanted to push it faster, faster. My brother insisted. These are, pro- these are things that are happening this year that were prophesied over 50 years ago. That the first that were called to the rapture, that the first now became last. My brother and sister could not wait for it, because they waited thirty and forty years and did not come to pass. And they said, "Oh, this rapture is not happening. I, I can't wait anymore." And they become lost. They, they become to stay in the great tribulation now, instead of going home in the rapture because they stop believing. And with God, if you want to approach God in His plan for us, it is by faith. Hebrew 11, 6, God says very clear that without faith. It is impossible to please him. That he that cometh to God might believe that he is a rewarder of them that they really seek him. God is about faith. The righteous God says shall walk by faith. Thank you, Lord. And it will please him. Without faith, you cannot please God. And those that stop believing in the righteous immediately they stop pleasing God. They were first, now they become last. But those that are last now, I'm speaking with those that are last, that are still believing in the righteous. You become first, the Bible says. The last become first. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is about to return for his bride. They have made herself ready. They have believed no matter what. No matter the persecution. No matter what they have raised, the bride of Christ that remains still believing in the Lord. When the older believer told them, oh, we weren't believing in for so long and nothing happened. My brother insisted they believe in the digital currency back in the 50, 40, 60. Oh, when is it going to happen? It's going to take so much to get there. they say. We're never going to see this. And yeah, a lot of people are older today, but they are beginning to see it now. It is, way, it is better to trust in the Lord than to trust in King. It is better to trust in the Lord than to trust his men. Curse us the man that trusts in men. The Word of God says, my brother and sister, they should have trusted the Lord no matter what the government said. No matter what was happening, they should have trusted the Lord. But they stopped trusting the Lord, and they began to trust in King, the government. They began to trust in men, the governors, my brothers, their politicians, the senator, the congressmen. They began to trust in them, forgetting them that through them, the CBDC was going to come through. The digital dollar was going to come through. My brother insisted the RFID was going to come through. The COVID-19 by scene was going to come through. My brother insisted trusting in the Lord curses the man that trusts in man. They curse themselves when they put the trust in man and their technology. My brother insisted God wants us that no matter what man come out with, it don't matter what man says or what man does, It only matters what God says and that we stay in faith and that we believe his promise. My brother, my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Of course, it's not easy. A lot of times we know it's easier to say it than to believe it. But we have to repent daily, doubt, pride, doubt, and unbelief. We have to commit ourselves to the Lord no matter what we see, no matter what people say, even in our own family. Even if we have someone close to us who says, I don't believe anymore. We have to continue to walk by faith, my brothers and sisters, because our faith is in the Lord, not in men. Hallelujah. As I said before, Act 11, 1, Saul was consenting unto his death when Stephen was being killed. At that time, there was a great persecution against the church which was in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad through the region, Azulia and Samaria, except the apostle, my brother insisted. See, there was a persecution. The rest of the church ran. Where do I hide? Where do I go? But there was a protection over the apostle. Except the apostle. My brothers, the apostle with the 12 that walked with Jesus. There was only 11 left. Everybody was running for their lives. The apostle had the protection of God. My brother and sister, Jesus fought for us. Remember Peter and John being in jail, and they were worshiping, and the chain came down, and an angel of the Lord was sent to get them out of prison? Supernatural things began to happen, my brother and sisters, as they trusted in the Lord. The Lord showed me that in the days to come, not to worry about food, money, or anything, he showed me we had a group of brothers here in North Carolina. In, the, in my living room, we were, we were about to have supper. And all oh, we had empty, empty pot on the table, a big table for eight people at least. We were about 12. My brother insisted. And if you look by the natural eye, there was no food. But if you look by the spiritual eye, the table was full of food. And we began to hold hands, and we pray, And we say, God... We're asking you to supply our food now. Make food appear over this table. Hallelujah. In order to sign everything we were asking for, the food that we desire, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Appear on the table, cooked to our liking. I like it well done, by the way. It appeared well done for me. My fish was well done. Brothers and sisters, and I like my fish with coleslaw, and it had the coleslaw right there next to it. Hallelujah! Everything I like my fish with, it had it right there. Delicious, cooked, to perfection. The best cook out of heaven cooked it for us, our Lord, our God. Hallelujah! Who loves our soul, the lover of our soul, cook our meal. My brother sister. Year before this, we were worrying about how we're gonna keep food. Remember, hallelujah, Brother Ben and I, in our previous house, we put a lot of water, bottles of water under the house, gallons of water, purified water. And we forgot that when the summer heat comes and hit the home, all that water was drying away. A lot of the gallons exploded, had a hole, and the water just went out. Most of the water, they all went bad. My brother and sisters. what was God teaching us through it? For us not to save? No, for us to be wise. my brother. Hallelujah. And to continue to believe and wait on the Lord. Trust Him by faith. Hallelujah. Everything, every time God says save, save, save. Hallelujah. It's like we go crazy. How do we do this? How do we do that? We never say, all right, let's ask the Lord what He means when He says faith?" Thank you, Lord. We don't go back to the sender. We try to figure out on our own. Hallelujah. And the Bible says we are not to lean on our own understanding, but we keep leaning on our own understanding. Trust the Lord with all thy heart, Proverbs says, and do not lean on thy own understanding. But somehow every time God speaks, we turn around and we lean on our own understanding. We never say, well, let me fast and pray and let me ask the Lord, what does he mean that I should be saving food? Because then we, we, Brother Ben and I kept studying online, how to buy food that will last many years. Then Brother Ben found a sign online, a site online that said, oh, you you can buy this food that can last you 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and will not go back. It comes already sealed, cooked, ready for you. We were like, uh, that makes sense. See, in the wisdom of God, God will reveal you the way. But in our own understanding, we, we all damage stuff. We are damage food. We spend hundreds of dollars and, and all go bad, and then you're all sad and broken, and like, you know, we save all this food or this water. It all went bad. No, no, no. God already has people who he has spoken to to prepare these food that are sealed that can last even after 50 years, 10 years. My brother insisted that it will not go bad on you. God already had those people. He's already spoken to them to do this. When you speak to those people, they already say, oh, no, God already told us to do this. And they got these food available. If you can find their patient, order it and just have it. But even Amazon already have it in eBay where you can order some of this food. My brother and sisters, it's always asking the Lord to lead us, guide us, teach us, reveal to us. When they talk about the virgin, 10 virgin, 5 were wise. They were not all foolish, five or wise, meaning that we and the Lord can learn how to do things right. Yes, free, dry food is good. Hallelujah. God already has spoken to people on how to prepare food that will last many years. But if you don't know about these people or about these foods that are prepared, when you ask the Lord, the Lord, hallelujah, one way or another will get you there will get you to receive the knowledge and understanding. I have prayed for things that in prayer, the Lord gave me the answer to my brothers and sisters. God has a way, or, oh, a dream God can show you in a dream. It's just not leaning on your own understanding, not already saying, "Oh well, I already know what I need to do, Because having that happens to you, God tells you to do something and you already think, "Oh, I don't know, I already know what I need to do, not necessarily. Amen. Amen, sister. Sister says she's been canning all kinds of food. There you go. Canning is another way to preserve food for a year or more. Amen. My brother and sister, so there's so many ways to do it. We just need to ask the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Act 1119. Now those who've been scattered abroad upon the persecution that rose in the account of Stephen travel as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. Preaching the word to none but unto the Jew only. Now, not only. They were focused on the Jew to evangelize them. Which it was wrong. Because God is the God of all. God wanted to save all. Jesus died for all on the cross. That they all may be saved. My brother insisted. Now they just focus on the Jew. Second mistake. They're running. They're scattered, and they're focusing only on on a certain group, my brother and sister, which we have to be careful just focusing on a certain group of people because God has all kinds of people he wants to reach out to and say, Shalom, Sister Renee. It's very, very important. We understand that God's heart is for everyone. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome God. Hallelujah, Act 13:50. But the Jews stirred up and devoured honorable woman. chief men of the city, raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and spelled them out of the border. Now as Paul has become, so has become Paul. He was now part of the persecution of those that were running for their lives but still preaching the gospel. So those that got scattered, God used us being running to other nations, to use them to reach out to other people that needed to be in safe. And that's exactly what they were doing for God. What the devil meant for evil, God turned it around for good. I believe the persecution soon in America and around the world that is coming around, that is coming against the church, God's going to use it. Whether we end up in jail or in the FEMA camp, we're going to preach the gospel like never before. My brother and sister, the movement of God is going to be greater. I tell you this, but this is not going to be for too long because there's a three days of darkness coming where God's going to use to remove the wicked from the earth. In the three days of darkness, the wicked are going to be removed, my brother and my sister. This is why now Pray this is the chance and opportunity to seek the Lord with all thy heart. And not lean on your own understanding. Because I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, three days of darkness are coming. A great day of revivals are coming also. Like we never seen before. But before God's going to shake the nations. I know there are people saying, oh, the three days of darkness are not biblical. Well, they happened in Egypt. And before that, where the Moses got the, the, the revelation of the three days of darkness? See, when Moses told the people about the three days of darkness, it was the first time that ever happened on the earth. But the children of Israel this time believed the prophet of the Lord Moses. They believed that what he was speaking was from God. My brother and sister, because God's not going to say a good thing to his prophet and then say a bad thing. That made no sense. That's not biblical. It is not. Hallelujah. When God chooses a man or a woman to speak through, whatever God says through them, he bring to pass, my brothers and sisters. And so Moses stand in front of the people and tell them to mark the post of their entrance because three days of darkness, for three days and three nights, the angel of death will pass through Egypt and will kill the firstborn. You didn't hear nobody raising the hand and says, Moses, prove to us. In the writing of all the prophets or anyone else from Genesis to now, where do you get your teaching, Moses? Where do you get this writing of the three days of the You're going to have to prove it to us or we're not going to believe you. Well, that's, that's what people are doing today, my brother and sister. They didn't do that to Moses. They believed Moses that God was speaking through him. And now in this last day, God, Jesus still, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is still the same that spoke to Moses, speaking through us, to his people. And you got people questioning the three days of darkness, whether it is of God or not. My brother insisted. But before you ask whether it is of God or not, before you go into the Word of God, which it is in the Word of God, You need to go to the Lord in prayer and fasting. As the prophet of old, as they search through the Holy Spirit what was said about the coming of Jesus. And they got all the revelation through Isaiah to many other prophets. That the Messiah will come. That he will be born through a virgin. My brother insisted. But when they heard Nazareth, they, they were shocked. My brother insisted. Jesus of Nazareth. Because no, no good thing supposedly came out of Nazareth. Nazareth was not well known, my brother insisted. And to believe that he will come through Nazareth, as they said, it was something unbelievable. But with God, all things are possible, my brother insisted. And, and if God said through Nazareth, through a virgin, he will be born, as he said through Isaiah the prophet, that was going to happen. My brother insisted, Isaiah prophesied. But here's the thing. As they continue to study the prophecy of Isaiah, hallelujah, because to the people, the first, the first book of Moses are 100%, 100% believable. But the other prophet, they call Minor's prophet. My brother insisted. But Isaiah was well known because not only Isaiah prophesied to the people, Isaiah was the prophet next to King David, my brother and sister. Yes, Samuel, one of the greatest ones who was a judge, anointed David. But God appointed Isaiah to David' kingdom. Not anyone can approach the king. But when King David's sin chose the woman of a man who he sent to be killed, God sent the prophet Isaiah to reveal his sin and rebuke his sin, my brother insisted. Isaiah had no problem going to visit David. David welcomed Isaiah as one of his own. David respected Isaiah as a prophet of the Lord, not as it is today. Prophet of the Lord are not respected today anymore, as it was in the time of David. Isaiah comes to David, my brother insisted, and Isaiah began to tell David a story. About a man that had a lamb, and about another man who had many lambs, but wanted the lamb of that man to kill it for his guests, my brother and sister, to so David, this action was so unrighteous, was so wicked with this man who took a lamb from a family who were part of the family, who was raised as a child, as a part of the family, my brother and sister. David was angry. My brother insisted. And he said that the man David declared as a king. Remember the king. Whatever the king declared. Supposed to come to pass 100%. It's whatever the president said. It, it is written. And they say it is written. So it'll be so. So David arise and said. That the man that has done such a thing. until I say I finish with his story shall be killed. Bye, brother and sister. And Isaiah looked at David and said, That man is you. Hallelujah. That man is you. Hallelujah. Little were you in the eyes of God when God has chosen you. Hallelujah. And God has given him so much and God would make his kingdom greater. Disobedience and sin steals our blessing in God. Bye, brother and sister. God would have given David much more after God already has given him so much. My brother insists, I do believe also disobedience and sin steals so much of our blessing. My brother and sister, if you wonder woman stealing your blessing over the years, remember David, how much God has given him and how much he ended up not getting because of his sin and disobedience. My brother and sister, he envied the woman of a man that was not, that woman that did not belong to him. We cannot do that, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. We need to bless and not curse, Jesus said. Thank you, Lord, because God, our God sees all, nothing can hide from his eyes. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' has anger, when his servant comes to him, and tell him that the gifts he invited for the wedding will not come. Do not want it to come anymore. Go unto the road and the street and buy whosoever wants to come. That is you and I. You and I are invited. You and I were living our own life when someone preached to us and told us to receive Jesus in our lives as the Lord and Savior. We were part of those that were that are last that the lord have made us first my brother and sister by his greater mercy thank you lord go out and bite them bring them hallelujah and we did not hesitate we say okay we will do so and the story of the prod- prodigal son it says that he got up and started back to his father while he was still along the way of His father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran and threw his arm around him and kissed him warmly. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to his slave, quick, bring out a robe, the best one. Put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and shoes and feet. Bring all the cow that was been fattened up. Kill it. let eat it and have a celebration. For this son of mine was dead, but now he is alive again. He was lost, but now he, he's been found. They began celebrating. This is exactly what the wedding of Jesus is like. You and I at one time were lost, but by the grace of Jesus, but what he did on the cross, my brother and sister, hallelujah, now you and I are part of the celebration, at the wedding celebration of Jesus, my brother and sisters, God said through, Isaiah says, and I, Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 30, 11, the shower of gladness and joy, happy sounds of wedding feast. You will hear people sing as they bring thanks offering to my temple. They will say, give thanks to the Lord Almighty, because he is good, and his love is eternal. Oh, thank you, Lord. I will make the land as prosperous as it was before. I, the Lord, have spoken it. Oh, what an awesome God we serve. Isaiah 6, 1 to 5. Regarding science, I cannot keep my mouth shut. Regarding Jerusalem, I cannot hold my tongue. Till the righteousness blazed lo- like the sun, and her star blazed in flame like a torch. Foreign country will see your righteousness, and the world leader your glory. You'll get a brand new name, straightforward from the mouth of God. You will be standing crown in palms of God's hand, jewels of gold cup held high in the hand of God. No more will anyone call you rejected. Your country will no more be called ruin. You will be called Hashiva, my delight. Your lamb will marry because you delight, hallelujah, because God delights in you. And your lamb will be like a wedding celebration. Hallelujah. As your young man marries his virgin bride, so your builder, hallelujah, marries you. Hallelujah. As the bridegroom is happy in his bride, so your God is happy with you all thank you father thank you Jesus you see the Lord delights in us in his bride my brother insisted this wedding celebration that he showed me once again thank you Lord praise you Jesus in his delight in us for sure he wants us to be there for sure we will not be too late because in God's timing everything is perfect my brother and sister the Lord says to me, one of the words he used, at any moment, my brother and sister, all this is about to happen, about to happen, at any moment. Thank you, Lord. When Paul talks about the last, of the last, when we will be changed, when we, we, we will be changed in the twinkling of an eye, just at every, every moment, any moment. We are about to be changed into a glorified body, Bride of Christ. Yes, again, I turn around and I see my brothers and sisters in heaven, everyone young. My sister was dressed in the wedding, for the wedding, and my brothers were all ready for the wedding. Everybody looks 20, beautiful, handsome, hallelujah, beautiful bride, beautiful, beautiful bride, hallelujah. My brothers, it's stunning to see the work of God of his mighty hand. Thank you, Lord. Luke 12, 36, be like a people waiting for the master to come home from a wedding celebration who can immediately open the door for him when he arrives and knock at the door. Luke 14, A, when someone invites you to a wedding celebration, don't take your seat in the place of honor. Someone more, more highly regarded than you could have been invited by your host. Praise the Lord. to so let them say, come forward. Thank you, Jesus. God spoke to his people in Leviticus 19.24. In the four years of all the tree fruit will be holy in celebration for your Lord. Even the tree fruit, even the tree that are in the park, must be holy unto God our Lord. My brother and sister, everything must be holy. Everything must be separated, ready for the wedding. Thank you, Lord. First Samuel 18.7. The woman sing in celebration. Saul had killed thousands, but David had killed ten thousand. What did this mean? That when Messiah returned to take vengeance on his enemy, hallelujah. Ten thousand were fought before him. None was dead, my brother and sister. First King eight sixty five. At that time Solomon, together with all Israel, held a celebration. It was in the large assembly of the Hamath to the border of Egypt. They celebrated for seven days and then for another seven days in the presence of the Lord our God. 14 days and all. <coughs> Thank you, Lord. 14 days. Thank you, Lord. I said, I believe I can find in the Bible for how long our celebration is going to be. Well, hallelujah. Since we are in the time of grace and the time of Esther, we read that they separated for several weeks, my brother and sister. Here in the celebration of Solomon was for 14 days. Thank you, Lord. I remember that, I believe that someone said from the Lord that the celebration will be like in the days of Esther. Thank you, Lord. The celebration that you and I are invited to, that we're going to, thank you, Lord. Psalm 1611, you teach me the way of life, and your present is a total celebration Beautiful things are always in the right hand, talking about Jesus, saying that this celebration of Jesus is going to be beautiful. Amen to that. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Psalm forty-five, fifteen. they enter the, the king palace. They are led with celebration and joy. I didn't see no one there serious anger. Everyone had a, a face full of joy when I look back in this celebration. Everybody was joyful. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 51.8. Let me hear joy of celebration again. Let the bone you crush joy once more. Those that have lost hope, hallelujah, when they enter to that celebration, they're going to truly rejoice one more. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 81.3. Blow the horn of the new moon and the full moon for our day of celebration. Thank you, Lord. For the, moon, for, the, for the new moon to the full moon, my brothers and sister, there's a 30-day process. So this indicates 30 days. Hallelujah. For the, for the beginning of the month to the end of the month, 30 days. Some months are 31 days. Psalm 101, 102. Serve the Lord with celebration. Come before be, before him with with shout of joy. We're going to shout very soon. As we come to the Lord, as we head to the Lord Jesus, in this celebration, we're going to shout. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to shout with joy. Psalm 145.7. They will rave in celebration and your abundant goodness. They will shout joyfully about your, your righteousness. So when people see Jesus in this celebration soon to happen, any moment now, hallelujah, they're really going to love it. Hallelujah. They're going to see his righteousness. They will rape in celebration with your abundant goodness. They will shout for joyfully about your righteousness. Thank you, Lord. It's going to be awesome. My brother and sister. Isaiah 1.13. Stop. Um, thank you, Jesus. No, not Isaiah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55.12. Yes, you will go out with celebration. You will be brought back in peace. Even in the mountain and the hill will will burst into, uh, into before you. All the the trees of, of the field will clap with their hands. Hallelujah. And The trees in heaven are alive. Okay? So don't be surprised. Shalom, this is my wrath. Don't be surprised when you, this is happening. When you see the tree clapping. Thank you, Lord, because God said this would happen. Thank you, Lord. Where God all things are possible. Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome God we serve, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. Revelation 19. Hello, from the from the Common English Bible. After this, I heard what sounded like a huge crowd in heaven. They said, Hallelujah, the salvation and glory and power of our God. His judgment are true and just because he judges the great prostitute who ruined the earth by her whoring. And he assaulted the penalty for the blood of the servant for her hand, from her hand. Then they said a second time, Hallelujah. Smoke goes out from the from her forever, always. And the twenty elder and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne. They said, Amen, hallelujah. Then a voice went out from the throne and said, Praise of God, and all you're his servant, and you who fear him both small and great. And I heard something that sounded like a huge crowd, like a rushing water, powerful thunder. They said, Hallelujah, the Lord our God Almighty, exercise his royal power. Let us rejoice and celebrate and give him glory. For the wedding day of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. She was given fine, pure, white linen to wear. For the fine linen is, is a saint act of justice. Hallelujah. Then the angel said to me, write this, favor are those who've been invited to the wedding banquet of the Lamb, he says to me. These are the true word of God. Then I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said, don't do that. I am thy servant like you and your brother and sister who hold firmly. Hallelujah. The witness of Jesus. Worship God. The witness of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Very soon, my brother and sisters, hallelujah, there's going to be great hallelujah coming forward, great worship coming forward, my brother and sisters. I saw brothers and sisters from here, and that was in celebration. I was shocked because when I turned back and looked, there were thousands upon thousands of brothers and sisters. I didn't know Shalom Sister Luna. There were so many of them. I imagine a few hundred, but the Lord has shown me now two or three times that there will be thousands upon thousands coming out of the Lord's hour. Listener, who's been committing their life to Jesus, who's been seeking the Lord above all, who are Jesus is bringing home, whom the Lord's been preparing their lives, who's been truly repenting from their heart, and been seeking the Lord truthfully. They're coming home. Jesus had planned to bring them home. My brother insisted. Thank you, Lord. There's a few things we need to see, but these things are going to happen quickly. I have said this. People had asked me, brother Elby, what about the three signs period? Don't worry about the three signs period, because these things can happen in a week or two quickly. And what happened after they happened? The church disappeared. My brother insisted. God has mighty plan for us. What we are doing, we're doing last. Jesus said to me, your feet are almost up here. At one time, I was standing in front of me in the park in heaven. Father says to me a few weeks ago, it's over for you. My brother insisted. I'm supposed to go home with the bride of Christ. And Father said, it's over for you down here. That means it's over for us, bride of Christ. The only thing we need to look forward is to be going home. Repent with all your heart. Seek God with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Continue to fast. Continue to pray. Continue to commit yourself before him. Commit your life to him. My brother insisted. I'm going to share something so cool that the Lord gave to me last, last five days ago. He took me to the millennium. I asked the Lord to take me to the Millennium. But there's something the Lord wanted to show me. I was in college in the Millennium, and I got a PhD there. In 30 days, that it takes you five, six years down here now. In 30 days, I got my PhD in the Millennium. My brother insisted. There were brothers and sisters there from the Lord's Tower congratulating me. Congratulations, Brother Elvie. And I'm like, I was graduating. I had the degree right in my hand. And my brothers and sisters were saying, congratulating, Brother Elvi. And I'm looking around. This is my brothers and sisters from the Lord's hour. 30 days? This takes six years back here, my brother and sister. And you may say, why is that important? Because God is going to answer the petition of a heart. Whatever it is that you want to have. That you want God to give to you? He is going to give to us, my brother and sister. Remember that each and one of us has desire, wants to do something. Maybe you you were not able to go to college. Maybe you were not able to get a degree. Amen? But God will give you the chance in the millennium. You have greater teacher. You will have 100% of your brain available to learn. Everything you learn, you will not forget one single thing. You will remember every single thing. You can read a book in a minute or in a second, and you'll remember every single page, every single letter of the book. Fully understand what the book is about. My brother insisted, and, and carry it with you for thousands of years, or for a thousand years, my brother insisted. Nothing will you forget. Hallelujah. You will remember everything. So when you take a test, you'll pass it with hundred percent fully knowledge. Hallelujah. You want to become an engineer, a doctor, whatever you want to become in the Millennium, you'll be able to study. If that is your heart desire, the Bible says that God gives us a hard desire. He's going to give to you and I our heart desire. My brother and sister. If you want to play an instrument, like Sister said, she wants to play a violin, no problem. There will be teachers of violin in the millennium. You can go to class. For 30 days, you will learn to become one of the greatest violin players in the millennium, a guitar player, a piano player. Whatever you want to learn, God's going to give us the opportunity to learn. My brother and sister, become excellent in it. For the glory of God. Some wanted to become carpenter in the millennium I saw. They were building houses for other people that were coming into the millennium. I saw them with hammer, with tool, with saw, cutting wood, my brother and sister. And they were preparing this beautiful home. built amazingly. The best carpenter here in this time. Don't even come close to those brothers and sisters. To so those brother I saw building the house. I looked at the house. I walked around the house. The house looked amazingly. I could not see a nail in the house. My brother insisted. Hallelujah! They must have used nail and glue, but the way they build it, you could not see a nail. And you can try to move the wood; it was steady, strong, of anything we ever experienced here but built right built right my brother and sister beautifully beautiful of detail because they use the wisdom of god the intelligent not broken intelligence like we have now look where men now are getting their intelligence for fallen angel fallen neftaline that are locked up it's what giving our scientists and and government supposedly information science, and so everything is BMA, worse, not good, worse, with the, with the fallen angel knowledge. Imagine with the wisdom and knowledge of God in the millennium. For a thousand years, you and I can go to school for a few months and become an engineer, a scientist, whatever you want to become in a few months. You have your degree in your house. My brother and sister, and you know exactly how to use it. And you use it for the glory of God to help your brothers and sisters. If you become a doctor, hallelujah. I share the story where in the millennium I was I went to a hospital. The Lord took me to a hospital. He led me there in the spirit. And when I went to the hospital, I see my daughter there. She was a doctor. My daughter Genesis that we lost back in twenty oh eight. Huh? And my daughter was coming. She was in her 20s. And she said, Dad, come here. Let me give you a hug. And I'm hugging my daughter. She's about 20 years old. She's one of the head doctors in the hospital in the millennium. My brother insisted. I was curious. My brother insisted. Because yet again, in the millennium, you can pray for someone to be healed, and they can be healed instantly. So why do people need to end up in a hospital? My brother insisted. For the same reason that people stopped believing in God and the hospital started being filled, my brother insisted. People will end up losing faith in time. A hospital will be filled. Not necessarily that the church will lose faith, but we can go and pray for them. But so my daughter was their doctor. She was taking care of patients. Hallelujah. Of course, she became a doctor got her degree there and now i was using her knowledge to help our people i saw even people with ib in the millennium under him laying in bed the bed looks similar to us my brother insisted and it looks like this bed that they use in the hospital today that you can uh fold lay back move has wheel and all that But better man for sure because it's with the wisdom of god my brother and sister Amen. And they were talking to the patient. And of course, the patient loved the doctors and the nurses because they were, they, were, they were loving. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. Yes. People, when they return back to the millennium, the Lord will give them someone to marry. They will ask the Lord for a partner. And the millennium, because that's why God made the earth, for men to be fruitful and multiply underneath the earth. They will ask the Lord for a partner. The Lord will give them the exact one that they need to be with. And then Jesus in, in Jerusalem and the Holy Spirit in person will marry them. I saw some. I saw hundreds of Mary. The Lord will marrying people one day in the Millennium. People were heading to Jerusalem. People were lining up to be married. My brother and sister. They have beautiful carriage, whatever they want to come in, hallelujahs. And he was marrying them, and they were being very happy. Thank you, Lord. But the person they wanted to be married with, that the Lord, you got to ask the Lord, because the Lord know who will make you happy. The Lord knows who the one he will give you. Praise the Lord. But I saw the Holy Spirit, I said, the Lord, they marrying them. Thank you, Lord. It was a day of people being married there by the Lord Jesus himself. I saw Jesus there as the high priest, as the priest, marrying people. I saw with him raise his hand, my brother insisted, and he will bless the marriage. After he married them, he raised his hand, and he blesses them. I was amazed. It's kind of like priest do today, pastor do today in the churches, when people will go get married. Jesus was doing the same. He was raising his hand and blessing them. He had a beautiful smile on them. The couple that were being married with him, they were looking at him and every word he was saying. And he will raise his hand and he will bless them. Thank you, Lord. I was stunned looking at this. He wanted me to see well because he wanted me to come back and tell you about it. God has an amazing plan for us. My brother and my sister. It gives him joy when we obey his commandment. And he is the first one that applied his commandment on every situation. He established marriage in the garden. God was the one who married Adam and Eve, who gave Eve as a wife to Adam, and he married them. My brother insisted. And, and he told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and to multiply, my brother and sister. It was God that loved to marry them. It is God that wanted to marry them and be fruitful and multiply. Notice how God, when Eve, when Adam and Eve, my brother and sister, had Abel, thank you, Lord, when they had Abel, God was speaking to Abel. He also spoke to Cain, but we know that Cain, after God spoke to him, God came to Cain and said, Cain, what have you done? The blood of your brother cry unto me from the ground. And Cain said, am I my brother keeper? My brother and sister. He, instead of submitting to God, showing obedience to God, he disrespected God when he says to God, am I my brother keeper? God was revealing that Cain was of the evil one. And the evil one don't submit to God. They don't care. That's why Revelation 13 says that the Antichrist blasphemed God and everything that is in heaven. Cain, Cain had the same attitude of the Antichrist. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. He tells God, am I my brother keeper with an attitude that he didn't want to hear it? Don't talk to me. Don't bother me about this. When he had just killed his own brother. Hallelujah. He was afraid for his life, and God put a, a, a seal on him that he, whoever killed Cain would be avenged seven times. And Cain left from the presence of God. He didn't say goodbye. Jesus was standing right there in front of him. He didn't say goodbye. He didn't say, he didn't say I see you later, God, Lord. He didn't even refer to Jesus as Lord. Jesus was standing right there talking with him. Genesis 4 said that Cain left from the presence of the Lord. Jesus was standing right there to him, and Cain didn't show no respect to Jesus. My brother and sister, he didn't say goodbye, I'll see you again. He left from the presence of the Lord and go to the land of Nod. My brother and sister, hallelujah, to find himself a wife. He didn't ask his wife, where did you come from? What part of the earth you come from? Who are your parents? Because as far as I know, my mother and father are the only one that God has made in the garden. God made my father Adam from the dust of the earth, and God breathed his spirit into him. And then from the rip, he created my mother Eve. I want to know, woman, where did you come from? Who are your parents? Because as far as I know, there were only two born, my brother Abel that I killed and I. Where do you come from, woman? No. He was not interested in where she come from. My brother insisted he saw her, he liked her, and he married her. My brother insisted. And everything that come from Cain through Cain is only of the evil one. The root of Cain is still on the earth. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Many years ago, 13, 14 years ago, Jesus wanted to reveal this mystery to me that I did not understand because it was not being taught to me in church. Only in my personal relationship with Jesus, when he was taking me out in the spirit, he began to reveal this great mystery to me. My brother and sister, only the Lord can teach us. He is the great rabbi. He wanted to teach this to me. And he showed me a woman that Jesus said, she is a demon. I saw how unfaithful she would be into her husband. And she was causing great pain to him like Cain to Adam and Eve when he killed his brother. And I said, Lord, what, what is this? I wasn't understanding. Jesus said she's a demon. But in the flesh, she looked to me like a woman. My brother insisted. But in the spirit, the Lord said she was a demon. I was stunned. Stunned. Praise the Lord. But if the Lord wanted to reveal to me that there are many like her, but on the earth like Cain, that all they do is cause people's pain and suffering. They don't care whom they are, my brother and sister. They don't care if they are of God. Because Adam and Eve were of God. And Cain didn't care the pain he caused his parents, by killing his brother, my brother and sister. It was painful to Eve, and it was painful to Adam. But Cain did not care, my brother and sister. And this is the attitude of demons. They don't care the pain they cause to other people. But Brother Larry went to to God about this. He says, Brother, you're not going to believe how many demon humans are on the earth But you can go ahead and ask the Lord, Brother Elvie. And I said, I will ask the Lord, Brother Larry. And I asked the Lord, and he asked the Father. We were both seeking that confirmation. Stunning by the revelation, we began to learn. and insisted that not all flesh we see with our eyes are truly human. And there are very little human on this earth truly human of God. The rest are not that demon in the flesh. And they cause people pain. My brother and sister, I worked with a guy who, his cousin, who lived with him and his, I grew up part of the family. His wife was always cheating on him and cheating on him. They had children together, but she never cared to cause him pain. My brother and sister. It was things after things that God was revealing to me. My brother and sister, of demon, how they hurt people and hurt people. And the other person crying in pain and is looking to forgive that other person because it's a human trying to forgive a demon. The demon don't care the pain that caused to other people. You think the devil care? Then the Lord wanted to show me even more. Because I had many questions, or much question, Then he showed me this demon of this woman that was hurting this guy. Now, the first one I tell you, the woman I tell you at first, I saw Satan coming into the room. She was there. And I saw when the devil approached her and, and patted her head, her back, and said, My child, the devil said about her, Huh? I'm looking at this. Satan came into the room. She was there, and I saw when Satan woke up to her and petted her and says, "My child, because Satan pretends to be in God to these demons, his children. Remember the serpent see? Genesis three. He was petting his own feet, and he said to her, "My child," like he was very proud of her." God is not proud of us. God is very humble for the service we do for him. But he's not proud. The devil is proud for his children, for his child. I saw how the devil was so proud of her. Jesus is about humility. Jesus said that the greater in heaven must humble himself and be a servant to others. My brother insisted. Isn't that incredible? Heaven is all about humility. Earth is all about pride. Because the devil is around the earth. He, rules, he goes around the earth like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. My brother insisted. But God can restore us. God can keep us. And this is why we should ask the Lord, who shall we marry? Because you don't know if the man or the woman you're going to marry is a demon of the devil, seed of the devil, seed of the serpent, that may cause you much pain. My brother and sister, seek the Lord before you marry anyone. Ask the Lord if you should marry such a person. And when the Lord gives you a no, bigger than any no you ever heard in your life, stop. Remember a sister I share, she and the Lord Jawa. She heard me talking about this. She was dating this guy that just came to church a few months ago, who she was dating, the Lord. Because the guy the guy had hallelujah, bought a ring for her and asked her to marry him. And she felt so compromised already. But when she went into prayer with the Lord and fasting, and asked the Lord, the Lord giving her a big no. And she, and she contacted me. I said, sister, the Lord says no to you. Remember, I'm not the one telling you not to get married. The Lord already told you no. But the guy kept buying her flower, gifts, Taking her out to eat, he was being very romantic. He was not much about God, about church, about the Word. But she felt so compromised that she went and proceeded to marry him. Then her surprise was that he began to beat her, punch her like he would punch the wall. Barbara insisted, and she will not believe how he went for being the nicest guys into the ugliest beast of Revelation 13, like Cain, my brother and sister, who killed his brother. The Bible says not to be like Cain. That means that there are people like Cain on the earth. And the way for you to recognize these demons in the flesh is if they have their action like Cain, they don't, they don't care about the things of God. They can walk in church and God can be there. They can walk away from the presence of God like they don't care like Cain, walked for the presence of the Lord. Jesus was standing right there. He walked away. He didn't say goodbye. I'll be back like Terminator, he should have said to the Lord. Not even that. He didn't care, my brother and sister. He just walked away. He only cared for his own life. God put a seal on me so no one will kill me. That's all he cared, his own life, his own life. He didn't care about his relationship with God that God spoke to him, that he knew that God was real, and that he could have a personal relationship with Jesus. He didn't care none no, of that. That's how these people act. That's how these people behave. Just like Cain, this man was a wolf in cheap clothing that she married. It was a demon in sheep in, in clothing, in human flesh. And she find out very soon, my brother insisted, the first time he, he, he beat her, he she, she promised her he would not do it again. My brother insisted. The second time he beat her, she could not even move out of bed. My brother insisted. She was trying to do everything he asked. Before he came from work, she would cook. She would clean the house, keep all his clothes nice and clean. My brother insisted. He said, I don't want you to go to church anymore like but you you met me in church. We you know that's what you met me. You know that I'm about church. I love God. I want No, nope, I already told you. And don't disagree with me. You know what would happen to you. You I don't want you in church anymore. She's like she began to be really afraid of him. My brother insisted the sec, the first beat was free. As they say, let me see if he really if it was a mistake, maybe I got him mad. Maybe I said something I wasn't supposed to say. You know, and, and the second beat, she could not even move. Barbara insisted. And there was a third beat where she, her body was in total, total pain. She knew that if he, if he would beat her again, she would die. Barbara insisted. And she finally waited. Finally waited until he went to work and grabbed some of her clothing and was able to get out of there. I could because she could hardly walk. Never to look back again, my brother and sister. She finally understood what happened. She contacted me, emailed me, and told me what had happened. When we don't listen to the Lord, the consequence that comes after can be horrendous more than sometimes than what we are willing to deal with my brother insisted she understood it she said brother Elvi, go ahead and tell people my story but also please keep advising people hallelujah to ask the Lord who shall they marry and that when they hear the Lord says no they listen to the Lord brother Elvie, you already know what happened to me. It was horrible. I thought he was going to kill me if he would beat me one more time. Hallelujah. It took a long time to recover, my brother and sister, because a man should never hit a woman this way, should never beat up a woman this way. And she did call the right places for protection afterward. She did tell the authority what he done. My brother and sister, hallelujahs, it's horrible, 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 horrible. And a man like that, you stay away, okay, because they're, they're not who you think they are. And if you ask the Lord, if you fast and pray and truly ask the Lord, he'll reveal to you. When the Lord tells you, don't marry this person, the Lord knows why. You don't see the beast inside. Especially if you cannot see it in the spirit. But if you can see in the spirit, and you see the true demon that person is, you'll never marry that person. And that's why the Lord says, no, when you pray, my brother and sister, they're a the monster. are monsters. Imagine, Cain writes against his brother. Hallelujah. Just because he was jealous that his brother Abel offered unto God a better sacrifice than him. And that God was pleased with Abel But now with Cain, God looked at Cain, Abel with favor. but when he looked at Cain, he rejected Cain, because Cain was a demon. Cain was not of God, and God knew this. Cain was not the one he recommends for anyone to marry. Cain can only marry a fallen demon, because he was evil, wicked, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. But Abel was of God. His blood was holy righteous my brother insisted hallelujah then God in his mercy gave Adam and Eve set hallelujah the Bible said that Adam and Eve came together again I was telling I was reading this with, a, with brothers and sisters just because the Bible said that they came together again that means that there was a separation before because why do they have to come together again in in chapter 5 of Genesis if everything, is, if everything is good in a marriage, and everything's going well in a marriage, a husband and wife are always together. They sleep together in the same bed. But if they need to come together, that means it's a separation in the marriage. So before that, they were separated. Aaron and Eve come together again. And they finally now, they have said, Hallelujah. And after they have said, my brother and sister, that's when men, again, another type of Abel, begin to call upon the name of the Lord. And then we can see the great men of God that were born through Seth. Adam was able to see many of them being born and having children, children, children. My brother and sister, generation after generation of grandchildren, God gave Adam and Eve the blessing. See, sea. My brother insisted. Then came Enoch. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that Enoch walked with God. Enoch was so righteous before God. He kept himself so holy before him. My brother insisted that Enoch pleased God in such a way that the, the fallen angel were on the earth. If you read the book of Enoch that many have rejected, you'll read that Enoch was the priest in those days, my brother insisted. And the fallen angel now could not communicate with God, and they asked Enoch to enter sea for him, my brother insisted. Genesis 6, Hallelujah. remind us of Enoch, because it says that the daughters of men began to multiply on the earth, and the sons of God, angels, they took wife, my brother insisted. I have so many questions about this story. I had read it for so many years. The Lord took me in the times of Enoch to show me. I thank the Lord for the blessing. I was standing there in the times of Enoch. I began to see men older, 600 years old, and it looked like men today in their 30s, strong. My brother and sisters, they wear sandals. Their clothing was well made. Their shoes were well made. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. Nothing said Nike or Riva. They 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 were original made. Some had marking even of gold. We really well made. My brother insisted. These people hand saw their clothing and it was amazing made. With the wisdom of God. That generation was close to God. They each lived close to a thousand years. The wisdom and the Lord, they use close. I would say at least eighty percent of the brain. With no human being today has used more than fifteen and sixteen percent of the brain. Those men back then use eighty percent of the brain at least. My brother and sister, it was amazing. I was looking around. It was beautiful. I saw angel in the daylight walking with human. They were talking with human. Huh? My brother and sister. The washer were on the earth. They were friendly with men. Hallelujah. They were walking around having a conversation. Like if you and I were walking around having a conversation, days were much clearer than now. Sunny day was like a a thousand times more sunny than today. It looks like the night was was shorter, I believe it was, because the day was so, so clear, my brother and sister. Amazing. The earth was beautiful. Thank you, Lord. But God wanted me to watch that. I was not only there to enjoy all the beauty that God had made in the beginning, before the, before the flood. Thank you, Lord. God wanted me to watch something special that talks about in Genesis 6, the falling of the angel. I saw this beautiful woman that had been born of these men. They were amazingly beautiful. Their eyes, their face, their face, their they, they, if they were 100 or 200 years old, they look like a baby skin of only of a few months. The skin, beautiful. The arms, the hair, beautiful. My brother insisted, none of them were overweight. It's like everyone ain't healthy there. Nothing made people overweight. In reality, what makes people overweight with food and meat, it's all the preservative today. My insisted. If you look up, sometimes I look a movie from the 60s here in the United States, and they, they show the camera like in California in a different state, I don't see no one overweight practically. Out of a million people in America in the 60s, if you see someone overweight, that's a lot. My insisted. Everyone is skinny and thin and healthy before preservative came into action in the 70s and 80s. My brother and sister. Terrible. So back then, then I saw the angel. They, they came from the spirit of realm and they took a human form. They were turning themselves into men. As they saw the daughter of men. And they went to them and they took wife unto themselves. My brother and sister, out of the daughters of men. I saw how this angel and the woman knew each other, because remember, they have worked with this woman for hundreds of years as friends, but somehow they make the mistake to like each other now, to the sense of being married. But in that very time I'm seeing all this, I'm standing there looking at this angel taking this woman as wife when they should not been doing so. Angels are perfect. They're created to be in the spiritual realm. Human, we are created to live on this earth. That's why in the millennium to come, the new earth, that the Lord already created in another galaxy, where you and I are going to, I've been there already. It's a new planet, a new earth. Because God created the earth for, married, for men to be married and multiply. When we are taken there, we can be married again and multiply as God meant in the garden. And of Adam and Eve, my brother and sister. God created the earth, the Bible says, for men to live in it and have their own seed and children. Actually, Isaiah said that a child will die of a hundred. In other words, people will age and age and age hundreds of years without any problem. When it talks about the millennium, family will have children and multiply and increase without any single problem without any single sickness. Another thing I learned when I was back in in the times before Noah, hallelujah, which it was Noah, it was that there was no headache. People didn't know about headache, migraine headache, pay, back pain. There was no back pain yet, my brother insisted. If I would talk about a back pain, people would look at me who were 800 years old and say, what are you talking about? <laughs> Back pain. And these people were banding all day long, planting, doing this and that. And a course, plant festival will grow immediately. The next day, it was fully grown. The earth was blessed. My brother insists, it was not fully blessed because through Cain, through Adam and Cain, the earth had been cursed. But the curse took many years to come to pass. Many, many years. And that's what a lot of people don't understand about curse. You can think of yourself being blessed now, but if there's a curse in someone's life who's been, who, who is blessed, the curse will take years, but it will come to pass. That's word is true, my brother and sister. So I'm looking at people there who were blessed, who the earth was still blessed, and the earth was giving all everything people needed. There was not a single person that said, I need to go to work. No. No, no, no. None of that. Right in your garden, you have plenty. You go out. All you have to do, like God told Adam in the garden, to take care of my brother insisted, sister. Hallelujah. Take care of the garden, God told Adam. And so we have the same responsibility today. Plant and take care of our planting. Water them. Fertil- put fertilizer in it. Prune the plants. My brother insisted. Adam has that responsibility. So these women... These men began to have children. And as it says in the book of Enoch, giant was born of them. My brother insisted. But these giants became very wicked. They began to attack people and kill people. Hallelujah. When I was there, the Lord did not take me all the way through all the book of Enoch. But what I saw in, Revelation, in Genesis 6 of these giants, of the children, of the people that were there, I saw when they came together, took the women and men, and married them. Hallelujah. But I had enough time to walk around and see the beauty, see how people live. Hallelujah. In a perfect environment, without any type of contamination, vehicle contamination or anything, my brother and my sister. The air was pure. The water was pure. Everything that grew up on the ground was pure and good to eat, my brother and sister. An amazing thing, just almost like heaven, just like heaven, my brother and sister. Seeing the garden of Jesus a few weeks ago in heaven, comparing it to what I saw in the beginning, how God made everything perfect in the beginning, the Bible says, God's intention for us has been awesome and great. It is that men and women have been so disobedient to God, so rejected his commandment, This is why we need to pray to Jesus every day and say, Lord, help me to be holy, Jesus. Help me to be righteous. Help me to keep thy commandment, Lord, to be obedient to your commandment, Lord, to please you with my life, O Lord. Help me to be perfect like my Father in heaven. Help me to be holy like you, and help me to be humble like the Holy Spirit. I asked him, so important, my brother and sister, we be like God. Let the disciple be like the master, Jesus said. It's important we seek to be like Jesus, that we may be humble and meek of heart, that we may find rest for our soul. Our rest come from him, and shalom come from him, my brother and my sister. Jesus come to Mary, hallelujah, in John 20. Thank you, Lord. And if you think about Mary, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Mary Magdalene, hallelujah, was the mother of Jesus. Mary could have said, Lord save me, because you're my son, I had you nine months in my belly. I have the right to being saved. But Mary did not behave this way. A lot of people claim right. My brother and sister, hallelujah, that they should not be claiming. The Bible says that Sunday morning while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb. And saw that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She went to Simon Peter. Hallelujah, and to Jesus' favorite disciple and said, they have taken the Lord from the tomb. We don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciples started to run to the, started uh, for the tomb. They ran side by side until the other disciple ran faster than Peter. Hallelujah, and they got there. As far as we know, Peter was the older one, so maybe that's why they were running faster. He bent over and saw the strip of linen, clothed up, laying on the the tomb, but he did not go in. When Simon Peter got there, he went into the tomb and saw the strip of cloth. He also saw the piece of cloth that has been used to cover Jesus' face. It was rolled up in a place by itself. The disciple who got there first, then went into the tomb, and when he saw it, he believed. The time Peter and the other disciple did not know, the scripture said, Jesus will rise to life. So the two men went back to the other disciple. Mary Magdalene's still crying outside the tomb. Hallelujah. Now you, you say, okay, why was Mary crying? Was she crying because she's missing her son? Or is she crying because she cannot find his body now? Someone has taken his body and she don't know who. And she's trying to find the body of her son, and this is not fair. Someone has taken his body, and she wants to know who, who did such, a, such a, an evil action, evil act. Who has taken his body? Who has done such an evil to take the body of a good man who's been preaching God's word all this time for three and a half years, who's only been doing good to people, who cares? To take the body of this man, who deserved to be in peace resting, Mabel and sisters. Halle, think about it on a human level. She was still whipping. Oh Lord, where is his body? God, where is the body of my son Jesus? Halle, when she stepped down, she saw two angels. They were dressed in white and were sitting where Jesus' body had been. One was Halle. One was that. The head of the other was at the foot. The angel asked Mary, why are you crying? See, when you walk by faith, when you walk by faith, hallelujah, you need to remember, or you remember by faith, the promise of God. I'm saying this to you because persecution is coming. And we, the church, might be divided, arrested, arrested, thrown in prison, and thrown in the female camp soon. The Lord showed me this week. It's coming. It's coming. My brother and sister, I believe the next administration coming into office is going to bring this persecution on the church. My brother and sister, Hallelujah. Why are you crying, Mary? If you get thrown in jail, and you said they are crying... You have totally forgotten what the Lord has said. Totally forgotten what he said, that we will be arrested, that we will be thrown in jail. But he told us not to worry and have peace, because he had overcome the world. My brother insisted. In jail was he thrown when he was arrested, beaten. Hallelujah. He took on himself our grief, our suffering. There's nothing they can do to you and I, that Jesus did not went through already. My brother and sister, nothing they can do to you or I that the Lord already not carried upon himself on that cross. Remember this. Before you stand there crying, desperately seeking for an answer for your situation, remember that they did this first to Jesus. And there's a purpose where God is allowing this. The angel asked, Mary, why are you crying? She answered, they have taken away my Lord's body, and I don't know where they have put him. Thank you, Lord. This, this in the this story is Mary, the mother of Jesus. and our story, is you and I now arrested. The officer arrested me. The state police arrested me as a preacher. To put me in jail, had me in the back of his car. I asked him. He said that one other was among us. I asked him whom? He said ben Bendenum. He said that many who are called and so our brothers and sisters, who were like Judah, turn us, sell us for a few coins. It might be bad coin, but it's still a, a few coins. My brother and sister. It might be bad coin, but it's still a few coins. Verse 13. And as soon as Mary said this, she turned around. <laughs> turn around. When you find yourself in whatever situation in the days to come, turn to Jesus in prayer. Right there. Don't waste any time crying. Turn to Jesus. And if you want to cry on your knees there, to the Lord, turn around to him. Turn around. As soon as Mary said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. Hallelujah. But she did not know who he was. You see, in personal relationship, personal relationship, It's getting to know our Lord. It's getting to know our Master, our Rabbi, our God. That's the only way you can know him. So when he comes to you, hallelujah, you can recognize him right away. I know some are not really that close to the Lord to recognize him, like Mary. But don't worry. He knows you very well. If you're giving him your heart, if you're giving him your life, don't be afraid. He will be there with you in that prison, in that FEMA camp, wherever they take you. But she did not know who he was. Jesus asked her, why are you crying? Notice how the angel and Jesus are in the same tomb. Why are you crying, Mary? Don't be surprised when you're in prison or on the FEMA camp, and you hear a boy saying, why are you crying? The Apostle Paul, hallelujah, says something, my brothers and sister to the church, which we can never forget. Hallelujah. He says to Timothy, though therefore my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things that thou hurt. For me among my many witnesses. Commit thou the same to be faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Endure thou therefore hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He says for us to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. My brother and sister, no matter what you and I go through, he's not going to leave us. He is not going to forsake us. On the contrary, you are going to experience him closer to your life. The harder the test is, the closer you're going to experience him. If you fail to seek him in the hardship, you're going to miss the opportunity to have a close encounter with Jesus, my brother and sister. Again, Jesus asked her, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Because when you bend your knees to pray, when you get on your knees, when you open your Bible to pray, you need to know. You need to know who are you praying to. Who are you seeking? Are you seeking the one who died for you on the cross? Who are you hoping for? Who are you crying to come closest to you and minister to you, minister to your spirit, minister to your need according to his riches and glory? You need to know who you cry to, who you come to, who you bend your knee to. Call his name. His name is above every single name in which every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord for the glory of God. You need to understand who you call. You need to understand who you serve. Who is your master? Who is your Lord? Who died for you on the cross? You need to know. You need to know one-on-one. Thank you, Jesus. Please understand. Marry who you're looking for, because it's important you know. In your personal relationship, who you're looking for, call his name Jesus. Call his name Jesus. Hallelujah. His name means salvation. His name means salvation. Call his name Jesus and he'll save you. He is the savior of the world. She, Hallelujah. She thought she was speaking to the gardener. <laughs> she thought she was speaking to the gardener. In the female comes. you're probably thinking, you're speaking to the guard. You hear a voice, and you think it's the guard are talking to you. Like Mary, you're still wandering away now, instead of calling on Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Sir, Hallelujah. if you are taking his body away, please tell me, so I can go and get him. Hallelujah. At this time, Mary's thinking about the body of Jesus how they put his body together and prepare his body as the Jewish people have done for thousands a year and put all the uh, smell, incense and all that and they will prepare his body. If you want, you can look it up online. How the Jewish people used to prepare the body of the dead. Frankincense, a lot of things and they, they will put a cloud all around the body and then It's like to keep all that together, and then we'll put them in the tomb. So once you lay it there, you can carry the body. And the body of Jesus was so light that Mary could carry his body. When he died, my brother and sister, he was very light. Because remember, he was first taken into prison. Another thing about his body of Jesus, Jesus will pray all night long. You know, when your body accumulates fat, basically when you sleep. Jesus there was only a few occasions when you read that Jesus slept. After he prayed all night long, the disciple decided to go fishing. Every time he prayed all night long, he will meet his disciple in the morning. In the morning Peter then gets into the bark gets into the boat to go fishing. Jesus gets into the boat with them and say go deep inside water Jesus lay back to get to get some sleep. Why is he getting some sleep? Because he had prayed over eight hours without sleeping, talking to the Father. He gets into the boat. Now he needs at least an hour or two of rest, my brother and sister. He was taking an opportunity that they're going, they're sailing into the sea to go fishing, and it will take him maybe a couple hours to go deep sea to fishing, so he's laying there to get some rest. But at this time, as he's sleeping, the sea becomes wild. Like okay, a mighty tsunami. So the sea is going crazy. The wind is going crazy. The disciples are waking the Lord. Lord, awaken, awaken. waking, Or will perish, they say. The Lord gets up. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's so hard to get up after you have not slept eight hours or more. My brother insisted. And, and he did this. Nine after nine after nine after nine. Hallelujah. To Jesus, prayer with the Father. I I follow his example. Prayer with the Father was so important, my brother and sister, that after a mighty service in the afternoon where people are clapping and Hosanna and celebration and hallelujah and all this, Jesus will disappear from the multitude to go be in prayer with the Father all night long. My brother insisted. I was talking to the Lord about this. He, he smiled on me on this. And he said, yes, my son, because I saw this in the Word. He was very pleased that I saw this. Not many people see this in the Word. My, but it's in the Bible, but the Lord has to show it to you. Thank you, Lord. He wanted to be talking with the Father while the people were still talking about the miracle, him resurrecting the dead, they were so focused on the miracle, they was they were so focused on the blind seeing, uh, and, all, and all these miracles, they were so focused on that, Jesus did not stay to celebrate the healing, he would disappear to be in talking with the Father. Because it's talking with God where you get your knowledge, your revelation, and your guidance. You don't get it for talking with the people, and celebrating the miracle, you get it by spending time with Father, talking to Father, and helping Father give you the, the guidance, the revelation, the wisdom, the knowledge, and guide you to all truth through his spirit, my brother and sister. And that's what Jesus was doing. Hallelujah. So all night long, Jesus never planned to sleep. I was amazed at that. He never planned to sleep. Not like us. Oh, I got to get some sleep. Oh, I gotta go do this tomorrow. I got I got this appointment. I better get uh, at least eight hours. People say. I don't remember the last time I got eight hours. Because I don't plan it anymore. The my, most is six or four and a half now. I don't plan for eight hours anymore like I used to. My brother and sister I want to be like Jesus. I want to learn of Him who is humble and meek of heart so I can find peace for my soul. That's what I'm trying to do. Just learn of him. Barbara and insisted. He teaches us so much. We still fail in be like him. But he said, let the disciple be like the master. He gives us so much example. In his when you read the New Testament about Jesus, look at his example. Follow his step. Hallelujah. Because he teaches us so much. So, so much. He never looked to sleeping. And that really stung me months ago when I read this, or years ago. I'm reading the Bible, and I'm, Lord. I said, Lord, you never looked to sleeping. He answered me and said, yes. He was happy that I found him in his word. Then I started thinking, when did we begin to hear that we must sleep eight hours? My my brother and sister, hallelujah! the devil wants us to sleep eight hours, to focus on sleeping eight hours. Not God. The devil is. You know when God wants you to get rest? When you need it. My brother and sister, God wants you to get rest when you need it. When Jesus got rest in the boat, it was because he needed it. We want to get sleep when we wanted it, not when we needed it. This time that God wants you to stay up in prayer. What do you do? Oh, no, i got to get hours of sleep. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Now you just went against the will of God. Other sister said, I asked the Holy Spirit to wake me up. I think it was 3 o'clock in the morning or 4. I can't remember exactly the time, but it was around there. And the Holy Spirit woke her up. And then she's like, i I got to go to work tomorrow morning. Then she's like, but I asked him to wake me up. And he woke me up exactly. So people say, Every time I ask the Lord to wake me up to prayer, he is there. There was a brother one time I asked the Lord, wake me up at 5 o'clock, Lord. I want to spend one hour with you in the morning from 5 to 6. Okay? The Lord woke him up at 5 o'clock exactly. He was in prayer with the Lord. He prayed for several weeks with the Lord. Then he noticed that he was falling asleep and not keeping his commitment for 5 o'clock. And he felt so bad. He felt so convicted. He went to the Lord back in prayer and said, Lord, I'm so sorry I made you a promise that I will get up at 5 o'clock and spend an hour with you, Lord. I am so sorry, Lord, that I was not there and kept my commitment. The Lord spoke back to him and said, Every day at 5 o'clock I come to your house, and I'm right there in your room waiting for you to speak to me. Because you made a commitment with me. And when you made a commitment with me, I made a commitment with you to be there. When you said you will be there, I said I'll be there according to thy word, the Lord says to him. Even when I came and you fell asleep, I was still there waiting for you to speak to me, the Lord says to him. Ah, oh, to him was like, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. The Lord says, I keep my commitment. I keep the side of my commitment. I expect my children and when they make me a promise, they keep their promise. And Ecclesiastes say that when you make a commitment to God, do, do not fail to fulfill your commitment because that's making us as a liar as we do. My brother insisted. Let's commit to the Lord our life, our work, our relationship with Him. Let's commit to the Lord in prayer and fasting every week. My brother insisted. Because when you commit to Him, He commits to you. I was talking to the Lord about this a few weeks ago. I made a commitment to the Lord. And I remember not fulfilling that commitment twice. Then I was talking to the Lord about it. And the Lord says, I didn't like that you made a commitment to me, and you didn't fulfill it, he says to me. That did not please me, he says. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Lord, I made a commitment to you, and I failed you twice, Lord. Now, Lord, I'm going to look forward to fulfilling that commitment. It could be fasting. It could be prayer. Whatever you say to the Lord that you are going to do, remember. He remembers. He remembers. He looks forward to meeting with you, to coming and being with you. This is why sometimes when you go in prayer of a certain time that you usually go. Some people, before they go to bed at 10 o'clock, they go into prayer with the Lord. They immediately feel the presence of the Lord coming over their room, over their home. And they, they feel that, oh, I can feel his presence, they say. You know what they forget? That they have made a commitment with God. And he's coming to let you know that he is fulfilling his part of the commitment. God loves commitment. Jesus said to me in his throne in heaven, tell my children to commit. I bowed my head. I said, yes, Lord. He loves commitment. Hallelujah. When you make a commitment to him, please make sure you look forward not to fail that commitment. Because he'll be there. He'll be there. My brother insisted. Many years ago, many pastors that had mighty millionaire ministry today, they began their ministry telling God, God, if you make my ministry international, if my ministry reaches the world, and if you make me a millionaire, I will give you my tithes and offering. And God said, okay. And God began to spend their ministry. God began to let people know about their ministry. Hallelujah and their commitment. And after they began to receive those million, they turn around and say, Oh no, this is too much for me to give it and to tithes and offering. Then they turn around and begin to preach again tithes and offering. My brother insisted. So they can keep the rest of the money unto themselves. I don't want to be in those person shoes. Because when the day comes that they meet the Lord face to face, oh they're gonna Hallelujah. Meet the the faith of an angry God. He keeps a commitment. He expects each and one of us to keep our commitment. Don't make a commitment to him. It's better, the Bible says, than to make a commitment and break it. He's not pleased when people say or do stuff like that. My brother and sister, God is faithful, and God is able to do anything. Thank you, Lord. John 20, 16. Then Jesus said to her, Mary. Hallelujah. This calling of Jesus to Mary, hallelujah, it's not like saying mother, mother. He's not saying mother. He's saying Mary. This is personal relationship, let me tell you. This is personal relationship. She turned around and said, Ravoni, my rabbi. And our make word Ravoni means teacher. My Lord, my teacher, she says. She recognized him as his teacher. She didn't recognize him as his as her son. She didn't say, "Oh, my son is you." I'm sorry. No. Because his personal relationship with God that he wants from each and one of us, Mary Ravoni. Hallelujah, teacher, teacher. Mary also became his disciple as the rest of them and learn of him, who is humble and make of heart, my brother and sister. Jesus told her, don't don't hold on to me. <laughs> Imagine, she wanted to hold on to him. I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to like Jacob. If you, don't, if you don't bless me, I don't let you go. <laughs> she was holding on to him. Don't hold on to me. I had not taken unto to the Father, but tell my disciple. I'm going to the one who is my father and my God, as well as your father and your God. You see how Jesus never just said, here, my God, but he's also indicated that the one he called his God is also our God. In the time of need of Jesus, Father was there for him. In our time of need, Father is there for us too. Father came to me a couple of years ago. I was shocked and surprised. Usually Jesus comes to me in my dream. Now, Father, although I have spoken to Father several times, but in this time, Father comes to me. Oh, God comes to me. He says, my son, I'm like, that's Father, Jehovah. Yahweh, Yahweh, Elohim, the Almighty, Whoa, the one that draw between the sheriff and seraphim I'm fire, my brother and sister. And I'm, he says, my son, he talked to me about the days of persecution that are coming. He says, days of persecution, father says, are coming for my children. He says to me, but fear not. I will provide to you. Father began to show me the economy here in America. In that revelation, when he came to me, in that revelation, he was showing me another revelation of the economy falling. He was speaking with the most sweetest, beautiful, fatherly voice I ever heard in my life. Thank you, Jesus, for Father. Father says to me, Days of trouble are coming. They began to show me the days. I began to see our economy fall like a domino effect. Father says to me, in those days to come, I will provide to my children their need. He said, I will provide their need. You don't need to worry. You don't need to be concerned, he says to me. Oh. Every time I remember, Father, I want to cry. I love him so much. He's so loving and so caring. Thank you, Father. He says, I love you, too. He's so awesome. And uh, he let me know clearly that he will protect us, and he will be our provider in the days to come for us not to fear and be afraid. He showed me that he sees in the bankers what the wicked are planning and doing. He showed me the bankers of this country. I saw the elites. I saw the Antichrist in the bunker. He is the one directing all this falling of this economy. The one behind the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, that started three days ago in the United States. Father showed me this over two years ago, and I began this year, 2023, to see this come to pass, just as Father was speaking to me in that revelation of him. My brother and sister, he showed me the economy, airline, began to be in trouble right away. They want to people from leaving the country. The Antichrist and the elite know there are many that want to leave this country and run away. They want to block that. They're going to, Father, show me, they're going to create problems to the airline company to ground the planes to stop people from traveling out of the country. In fact, like they want to create within the country a prison where people can leave. People were buying their ticket online and had their ticket where they wanted to fly away and the airline. For some reason, all of the systems were down, and they cannot fly away. They ground all the planes, and people cannot leave the country. My brother insisted. Basically, the only way people going through Mexico, Central America, is they want to leave to other countries. But they're getting everyone and everything ready for it for the days to come. Mahaprabhu insisted, the days are 12 over again this year. 2023 is a year pointing to the end of the end. I heard it from Father and the Lord that this is it. Mahaprabhu insisted, last year before 2022 ended, the Lord and Father visited me. And said it's over for you it's over I was shocked hearing from God this I still in prayer say you said to me it was over God said to me it was over sometimes I say what are we still doing here but it's all in God's timing God says it's over my brother insisted. sister he's going to protect us in the days to come in 2021 Father came to me and the Lord in the revelation of God. And the same persecution the Lord showed me this week. About in 2021, the Lord and Father visited me in a mighty revelation of Father and the Lord. And the Lord showed me, I remember, my brothers and sisters, that a persecution is coming here in America, greatly to the church. I saw Christians running. I remember sharing this on the Lord's Hour from the state police. It was not illegal. These are legal American citizens born in American soil. Now for being a Christian, they were being persecuted as criminal, my brother and sister. I was shocked to see in this but while Father and the Lord were showing this, God was speaking to me about these things. He showed me here in America places of refuge where it's going to be with mighty angel of God protected in the days to come. And only a few of us who will seek as a leader, leading leadership, he will lead to these places of refuge. These places will not be able to be found by a government or anybody else. Only will be led there by the Holy Spirit, by Jesus and Father. And the day God leaves them there, they'll come under these protection of God. We will not be seen by satellite, by any type of communication. Where these places are on this earth here, and how can they get to there, they will not know. But some of us will be led to these places, secure places, because temporarily this persecution must come, My have resisted. Remember that before someone in court, like in the court of father, is found guilty and be judged, that person must commit the evil, wicked act. Rising against the church, Going against the Christian is one of the biggest charge in the court of God that this earth, our government, is going to have from heaven. Father God, the judge, will declare his judgment, and immediately they will be destroyed. After they go against the church, touch not my anointed, says the Lord, in his word. When they touch God anointed, When they kill one Christian or throw one in jail, my brother and sister, the judge of all the universe, the judge of all creation is going to declare his judgment that he had already said through his servants the prophet and sweet judgment is gonna come upon them unexpected, undelivered from any thing that they can use to try to save themselves. It will be sweet judgment, quickly, my brother sister, like they cannot imagine, that they cannot even think, it cannot even come to their mind or their understanding. How sweet and quickly the judgment is going to be over their lives when they race against the church. Jesus' church is a blessing to this earth. Jesus' church was bought by blood and life on the cross. The church is special to God. God's children are special to him. They've been cleaned and washed by the blood of Jesus. The most expensive blood there ever been. The most beautiful blood there ever been. To God, nothing have a higher price than the price Jesus paid on Calvary. And through the price, those that come to him through Christ are adopted children, heir and co-heir with Christ, my brother and sister, heir of everything that God has for his creation. God will protect them and he will cleanse and remove quickly anyone that will rise against his anointed one. He says, touch that, my anointed one, my brother and sister. The bigger mistake of our government will be in the days to come to rise against the church because immediately they will be removed. The wicked will be cut off, my brother and sister, as the Bible says, without any recovery, sweetly removed in the days to come. Whole heaven will be watching. God, mighty angel will be watching. God show me an example. My son... When they touch you, when they lay a finger on you, he showed me, this is what I'm going to do to them. I saw an angel come immediately out of his presence. And second, and blew the mind of this man. The brain of this man was all over the floor right before me. The blood, the brain was all over the floor. God says to me, this is exactly what I'm going to do to them when they laid a hand on you my brother and sister we are special to God he's going to give us a new name he has his throne waiting for us it's just a little bit more he knows how much we want to go home but we are also awaited in heaven and this trip I saw redeem an angel multiple waiting for us my brother and my sister do not stop to repent. Do not stop to call upon the name of the Lord, in which we are saved, protected and kept by God against any weapon. There is no weapon formed against you that will prosper. Nothing, no weapon, no matter what they have, no matter what they can make, no weapon formed against you will prosper. God, mighty angels are waiting the order. Father showed me his army the other day. It was an endless, mighty army, powerful in God. They moved in the power of God immediately. They were waiting by Father's throne, waiting for his order, waiting for Father to give them the order so they can go in action right away. In the olden day, the angel of the Lord went against the king of Assyria, and kill over 20,000, 80,000 soldiers in one single night. God's army is waiting, my brother insisted. And they're going to remove the wicked. In the three days of darkness, God has said, none of the wicked will escape. We, the church, have a few days to preach to the leftovers on the earth. The leftovers, men and women, are they that God wants to save. That even if they're in church now and listening to false teaching, God's going to remove the wicked that are bringing in false teaching and lead them to hear the true message of Jesus, um, that he died for them, that he is their Lord and Savior, wants to bring them home to get them ready. There will be many, when they see the mighty hand of God going into the great tribulation, they will be willing to suffer For Jesus they're not gonna say oh I stay behind whoa whoa me no many are going to say we were not ready to go home like the church but now we are willing to be and beheaded and the Antichrist his forces are very angry at them and they don't care to say go ahead cut my hand go ahead go ahead do what you're gonna do to me I'm not going to take your mark and I'm not going to deny my Lord I'm willing to die for him, they'll say. My brother and sister, after they see the great miracle of God that are coming to pass in the days to come. That's why don't worry. Don't be concerned. Trust the Lord. Do not lean on your own understanding. Seek him with all your heart. Cry after him. Every day. Lord, help me. Jesus told his disciples in John 15:4. 4. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let me go to John fifteen four. Hallelujah. Because it's important that we remember. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. John fifteen one says, I am the true vine. My father is a husbandman. Every branch of me that bear no fruit, he takes it away. Every branch that bear fruit, he pursed it, that I may bring forth more fruit. God will take away the wicked that are bearing no fruit in the days to come. Now you are clinging to the word which I have spoken to you. The more time you spend in the Bible, the more it will cleanse your soul, body, and spirit. Verse 4. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch can bear fruit of itself. Cannot bear fruit of itself, I'm sorry. Unless it abide in the vine. No more can ye. Unless... Ye abide in me. The only way they to spend time with Jesus, abiding in him, my brother and sisters, See, Jesus on the earth abided in the Father. This is why after he, he, he did eight hours of miracle, or ten hours, he ran where the disciples could not find him. Where's the Lord? Where's, he was just here. He would disappear from them to be in prayer with the Father, abiding in the Father. Hallelujah. That's how you abide him. You go into prayer with him. You spend time with him. You worship him. You spend time in the word. You are abiding in him. You are trusting in him. You are seeking more of him. My brother insisted. As a branch that cannot bear fruit of itself unless abide in the vine. No more can you unless you abide in me, Jesus said. Very, very important. He says, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abided in me and and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. And that is the key that the Lord wants us to know and remember. Without him, there is nothing you and I can do. My brother and sister. And trying to be holy, trying to be righteous, trying to be pure, trying to keep the commandment, is impossible without Jesus' help, without us depending on Jesus to help us to be holy, to help us to be righteous, to help us to be pure, to help us to keep his commandment. We need to ask him daily because every day Jesus said, bring his own trouble. Every day bring his own trouble. You may have a beautiful day today. You don't know what you're going to have tomorrow. Tomorrow you may receive a bad news from your family, and you'll be crying. But if you're trusting in the Lord, no matter the bad news you receive, I trust in the Lord, you say. Even if you lose your job, I trust in the Lord. He's my provider. He provided me this job. He'll provide me a better one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's totally depending on him for everything we need, my brother, and sister. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Very important. If a man abide not in me, Jesus says, he is cast forth as a branch in his wither. A man gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Notice, he said he's a Christian. She says she goes to church. He said he goes to church. But he's not in prayer with the Lord every day. He's not repenting with the Lord every day. So if a man abides not in me, he says, he is cast forth as a branch. But he just said he was a Christian. He said he goes to church every Sunday. My brothers and sisters, he says he's saved what was saved. If he's not repenting daily, he's being careless with his sin. To God, my brother and sister, careless if he's not repenting every day, if he's not confessing and sin every day, because we sin. Let me tell you about this earth. The air you and I breathe is full of sin. The water that we drink is wicked before God. The air we breathe is wicked before God. The food we eat is wicked before God. And I know you're going to ask me, why you say that, brother and because the Lord revealed me how wicked our air and contaminated our air is. And our water and everything down here. My brothers and sisters, I'll give you an example. A child that is born in heaven. A woman has an abortion. Or a woman le- loses a child days after being pregnant. The child is born in heaven. The shower is born where there is no shadow of death no darkness, nothing contaminated, pure water, pure air, and God's presence everywhere, and there's no darkness or nothing. That child gets taken down to to earth by an angel to show him earth. When the child comes down with the angel, what does the child see? The child will ask the angel, why is there darkness there? Ooh, why why does Earth think this way? Why does the air, the Earth think like death? What is all this? What is all this darkness? What is all this smell? The angels played to the child. The Earth, since the beginning, men and women started sinning. Men and women started killing each other. The air is contaminated. The water is contaminated. The food they eat is contaminated. In the language, it's all contaminated too. Look how we speak in the street. Bow word after bow word. Everything is contaminated on the earth. The child is learning for the first time how wicked and fallen this earth is. But a child born on this earth, my insisted, not knowing good and evil, the first time this child, now he's four years old, is going to school. In school... And home, he never learned bad word. And home, didn't even by, watch bad television. mother, It was all good. It was all nice. The child goes to school. Another child like him is speaking bad word. He looks at him strange. Why are you speaking this way? The other child gets mad and pushes him. Why are you pushing me? We're not just being friendly to you. He begins to learn how wicked and evil this earth is, my brother and sister. We live in a earth that is an abomination to God. What we breed, what we see, and what we eat contaminates us. This is why more we need to be in repenting daily. Having the pure blood of Jesus cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Even when the Lord takes me to heaven, it takes me time to get used to the pure holy place it takes me time when I'm there already for a few minutes I don't want to come back to the third right away everything in me cried to stay up there because I began to receive all that holiness and righteousness and pure all that pure air pure light pure water hit me like a, a, a loaded train hits my body like a loaded train and it's so good it's so awesome I just want to be there forever, my brother and sister, I begged the Lord one time, crying, Jesus, look at me, my child. You will come to this place, you must go down, continue, continue to do my work down there. He says to me, but Lord, Lord, please, I want you to stay. He knows to go, go back, preach my word, preach my revelation, tell my children about this place. He said, thank you, Lord. So incredible. Heaven is so awesome, my brother and my sister. Well, we come to the end. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday night, my brother and sisters, And we're, we're going to continue to share End Time Revelation on Tuesday night. We're going to study the Word. We're going to look at, before it comes on the news, what is happening in the days to come. My brother and sister, remember... Surrender all to Jesus. Shalom, shalom.